Hi everyone and welcome back to Zero Correlation. I'm Cheryl Chuvin and as always coming to you from my bathroom floor. I did something this week that, you know, I just need to share with everybody because I'm personally very proud of myself. I'd like everyone to know that I went to Zara this week and made a return and did not buy anything. You heard me. I did not buy anything. And this may not seem like a big deal, but actually it's huge for me. Like huge. So I just need to give myself a pat on the back because again, you got to be your own cheerleader. Um, No, but really, I'm so impulsive when it comes to shopping and buying. And like, you know, when you go to like TJ Maxx or Marshalls or Ross and there's crazy, crazy long lines and they fill the lines, you know, all along the lines with things to buy. It's pure marketing, but I'm the person who picks up those things. They are marketing to me. They don't know they're marketing to me, but they am. I am the perfect person to fall for all that crap and buy it. The same thing goes to Zara. They know what they're putting next to the register. They know it's all really strategic. And I'm that person who falls for it every time. So actually getting all my money back and returning and not buying anything is huge for me. So I obviously need to tell everyone on the pod about all the huge things that happen because that's like the point of the pod, you know? Um, But if I can do this, which may seem small to most of you, when trust me, it is not, it's a huge deal. If I can do this, then really you guys can do anything. So maybe have a little more faith in yourself. Maybe believe in yourself a little more, trust yourself a little more. And some of you might be thinking, okay, Cheryl, like that's a bit of a stretch to be all like motivational and like you can do it. No, but for real, like I'm serious. It might seem small to you, but it's really a big deal. So it might be a stretch and it might be cliche, but if I can do this, which is so hard for me because I'm so impulsive, then you guys can do whatever you need to be doing. So if there's that little something that's really hard for you to do, try it anyways. If there's something that you've been pushing off because you're like apprehensive to do it, do it anyways. And that's just my motivational talk for today. Well, I'll probably say more things because, you know, this is the pod and all. But I guess I'll say that's my first motivational thing of the pod today. I don't know. It was a big deal for me. I was very proud. And when I'm proud, I uh, got to share it on the pod. So Mother Nature decided to bring on full winter to New York this week. Like, no joke, full on winter. And it just reminded me how happy I am to be leaving the cold. Like, let me explain to you. I don't wear my winter coat really past like April 15th. I full on refuse. But Thursday and Friday of this week, I desperately, and I mean desperately, needed to wear my winter coat. But I refused and I did it and I froze my ass off. Because who the hell should wear their winter coat after April 15th? April 15th is pushing it as is because, again, remember, the seasons change much earlier. Like spring started the end of March. In April, I should have maybe some rain. You know, April showers bring May flowers and all that crap. But I should not have full winter. I should have a fall coat on, a spring coat on, you know, the word spring, but not a winter coat. But again, I digress. The point is I froze. It was like 
less than 50 degrees. I think some mornings it was like 30 degrees, which is so not okay. I had to like bring out winter clothes, but I still wasn't dressed warm enough. But then I remembered that that could be my last winter day ever. Like, yes, of course, I'll come back to visit New York and I'll go to Chicago. And yes, I could be going there in the winter. But as a resident of New York, which I have been for almost the past 11 years, which is crazy all to itself. Um, that was my last winter day, hopefully. Please, God. Because, like, it's already, what's today? April 25th, I believe. Yeah, April 25th. Um, it needs to be full-on spring. So, hopefully, all of my winter days are behind me. Which is really exciting because I hate the winter. And, yes, I know I've lived in cold climate literally my entire life. But not always by choice. Sometimes it kind of just was necessity. But I'm so happy to leaving the cold. I believe that everyone is happier in the warmth and the sunshine, especially me. Seasonal depression is definitely a thing. And everyone's happier when they have a tan. Because all anyone really wants is a good tan and a good man. Or if you're a man, a good woman. But you know the sentiment. Um, I like when the sun's on my skin and I have a face full of freckles, which only happens when I'm in the warm weather and the sun. So I'm happy for that to be my reality all the time. So Mother Nature, get your shit together. It was Earth Day this week and it was freezing on Earth Day. And if that's not global warming or I guess lack of warming, I don't know what is. But really get your shit together because I'm done with winter. And it's just another reason why moving to Florida is quite exciting for me. But speaking of Florida, I don't know how many people know this. But Florida homes, apartments, condos, all that jazz, they don't have gas ovens. It's all electric. Something about like the grids under the land, I don't know, swampy water, blah, blah, blah. I don't actually give a shit for the real reason. But the ovens and stovetops are all electric. And I don't know how many of you have cooked on electric, but it is fucking hard. I like my gas oven. I love when you turn on the flame you know, on the stove, it's actually a flame. I like when you turn on the oven, an actual flame starts from the pilot light. I think that's what it's called, but don't hold me to it. But that's what I like. That's what I'm used to. That's what I've had my entire life. So whenever I'm in Jake's apartment, which soon is going to be my apartment too, it's always a huge adjustment. Thank God I've only burned something maybe once or twice because usually I'm very good about cooking. Um, But that's really my biggest complaint about Florida. So can someone figure out how to get gas ovens because it's really problematic for me. Like I'm moving soon and I'm going to have that for like the rest of my life and it's problematic. I mean, aside from, you know, needing to drive and all that, gas ovens. Why? I I know it's something with the grid and, you know, Florida used to be all swamps and it wasn't built for it. But why isn't it built for it? Like, I don't get it. I just think we should start a petition that there should be gas ovens and stoves everywhere all the time forever. I know it might not seem like a big deal to most of you, but now that I'm 30, ovens are a big deal. I have a favorite burner. And if you're wondering, it's the bottom left. It's a good one. But this is what I care about and worry about at the age of 30. I know it might seem trivial, but it's super important to me. It's going to be just a struggle I deal with living in Florida, electric stove and all, but I'll persevere. I'll make it through. But if someone can get me a gas oven 
and had connection and gas. I don't know. Maybe when I own a house one day, I can put one in. I don't really know how that works. I'm not really good with that kind of stuff. Um, but if someone knows, let me know because it's just a struggle I'm going to have to bear. And I know if it's the worst thing to happen to me. It's the worst thing to happen to me. But again, all the woes just need to be shared on the pod because that's the whole point of it. So if you have your gas oven, appreciate it. I'm leaving mine in two months, less than two months at this point. So appreciate yours while you have it. I will cherish mine forever because I do love a good gas oven. And I'm on a tangent once again. My whole point was Florida doesn't have gas stoves and ovens. And I thought that was kind of strange. But I think lots of things are kind of strange. That's just me. I have my own way of doing things most of the time. Either way, it's very sad I'm leaving my oven and I will have to embrace electric stoves and all. Does anyone else make themselves late in the morning? And yes, I know you have to make yourself late to be late. But what I mean is, does anyone else wake up with plenty, plenty of time? They don't snooze, they wake up. But then somehow they realize that all of a sudden, instead of the hour and a half they had, they have 20 minutes to get ready. Does that happen to anybody else? Like, why? Anyone else? Because it happens to me. Why? Unclear. I do not know. Because, like, what was I doing for the last 45 minutes to an hour? Really not sure. It's very perplexing. I give myself a lot of time in the morning. I'm really not one to snooze my alarm. But somehow I get so distracted that I all of a sudden like wake up. I mean, I'm already awake, but you know, wake up from the la la land I'm in and realize I have like 20 minutes to rush and do all the things when I had so much time. I don't know why I'm like this. And I really just need to know if anyone else is like this. What am I doing with all that time? Sometimes I find myself on the phone, which I was reminded this week that the morning before work or school or whatever is not time for the phone, but sometimes I find myself on the phone, but I don't know. I just, I don't know why I'm like this. It's a habit that's been happening a lot because I've been waking up way before my alarm every day, which is also kind of strange. I don't know why I keep doing that. Like if my alarm is set, let's say for seven I'm waking up at like six again my body's weird my sleep schedule is weird all those things are weird but I don't know it just keeps happening and then I have so much time and I drink my coffee and then I don't know all of a sudden all this time passed and it's like where have I been this happened to anyone else it could just just be me I'm the queen of procrastinating and getting distracted and not knowing where the time went and I realized I have to change this But then I realized, and again, weird segue, but things only change when we change them, which sounds deep for such a silly problem. But let me explain. I was thinking about why am I like this? Why do I like procrastinate? Why do I get so stressed out? Why do I waste so much time? Why do I get so easily distracted? And then I realized that that's only going to change if I change them. And that applies to so many things. Nothing in this life is handed to you. I don't care if you're a trust fund baby or if you can barely have two pennies rubbed together. I don't care what it is. Nothing's handed to you. Everyone has their struggles in life. And if you want something to change, you need to change it. And it doesn't just apply to my 
silly getting distracted in the morning and, you know, not being able to get ready with enough time. It's recognizing when things in your life need to change and embracing that change, knowing when you're ready for the next step, knowing when you're ready to move physically, mentally, emotionally, just move on, knowing when things need to change and then changing them. And this is, you're basically getting the inside of my brain because my brain is like a ping pong ball. You know, I go from needing to change the fact that I am in la la land in the mornings to other things need to change. I need to recognize that they need to change. You know, no one's changing anything for you. If you want something to change, you need to change it because no one's going to change things for you. And I realized I don't want things handed to me. I've never had anything handed to me. And I never really wanted anything handed to me. But this ping pong brain of mine, um, also like a pin po- pinball machine, like the old school ones, if you know, you know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm going to change the whole morning thing because it really throws me off for the day. But either way, in general, if you want something to change, change it. Know when it's time to move on. Know when it's time to physically move. Know when it's time to turn the page and start a new chapter. And the sooner you know and you realize and you recognize, the sooner you can start the rest of your life. It's your So for this week's share explain, I actually found it on Instagram. It was some meme. I don't even remember whose Instagram I saw it on. I think it came from the New York Times, but it's just really, really funny. And I feel like we all can relate to it. Um, this week's is languishing. I hope I pronounced that right. But languishing, it's a verb. And it could be one, a name for the blah you're feeling. Two, the void between depression and flourishing, the absence of well-being. Three, it can dull your motivation and focus and maybe the dominant emotion of 2021. Wow. Does anyone else feel seen or just me? I know it's not just me. I know this word that I'm not even sure if I'm fully pronouncing correctly, correctly, languishing, really describes how we're all feeling this year. 2020 was a fucking shit show. 2021 felt the need to be the same and be a dumpster fire because it just had to be that way. And this really is a made up word that I'm not even sure if I'm properly pronouncing it, but it's literally the word that describes it all. And yes, your life can be phenomenal and you still can feel blah And you still don't feel 100%. And I don't know about anybody else, but my motivation and focus is definitely all over the place. So this definitely is the dominant emotion of 2021. And it's okay because the whole world's feeling it. We're all just a little all over the place. And it's like someone else is inside my brain. They know, whoever wrote this in the New York Times, because I really think that's where it came from, or the New York Times Instagram, somewhere on their social media. I'm not 100% sure, so I don't know fully who to give credit to. They get it. They get it. Because I'm sure they're feeling this way, and their friends are feeling this way, and their family. And they know the rest of us are also, so they just get it. 
So I really liked the sheriff's plane. I really, really liked it. I really felt like it hit home. And something else I actually found on Instagram. Um, again, I really can't credit it because I don't remember where I saw it, but I screenshotted it. And it might not be a share explain, but I just wanted to share it with the pod because it really resonated. It really resonated with me. So it goes as follows. It says, you are not your difficult days. You are not your past mistakes. You are not what you failed at. You are not what others said you are. You are more than the opinions of others. You are stronger than you think you are. You have come this far and no longer where you once were. Even though life is still hard, you're doing your best and that's all that matters. Again, just hit home. And it's just the reminder we all need for 2021 and the dumpster fire that's still happening because the pandemic is still here if we like it or not. Um, And I think that's still a good reminder that we all could use sometimes. So when I say things, you know, to myself, I'm realizing them to everyone else as well. So those are just two things I wanted to share. So even though the second one wasn't necessarily a share explain, I felt it was important to read and say and all that jazz. So I hope you could relate and feel the sentiment of it. But as always, drink your coffee, mind your own business, wash your hands, do your squats, and always, always, always stay away from fuckboys. I'm Cheryl Chuvin. This is Zero Correlation. Coming to you, of course, from the bathroom floor. And thanks for listening.